0: Hello, my ladies, my gays, my days and the men who get it. I am Reagan, and this is the F the Nice Guy podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, my cousin Kate. <laughs> again. <laughs> it's me again. Surprise. You're sick of me yet? Honestly, I feel like you're my co-host, and then I have guest hosts. <laughs> because I feel like it's always you and me. <laughs> so, okay. So, I'm super excited about today's episode. So, we have done our own stories we have done stories that have been submitted to us and today we are doing nice guy stories from reddit
1: i love it this is my yeah. favorite format
0: oh my god it, it, it.
1: give me all the juicy stories to judge
0: <laughs> to judge uh yeah i have seen some gnarly stories on there i have picked a couple or one i don't know we'll see how
1: long we chat for
0: i know right I have at least one from Reddit that I was like, oh,
1: God. Lay it on me. I'm so excited. Are you ready? So ready. (laughs) I've been waiting for this format for (laughs) for so long. You requested it,
0: actually. So (laughs) here we are. Your wish is my command, Kate. Oh, okay. The title is College Biology Classmate Turns into Moderate Stalker. Oh, oh, no. Just a great start to any story. Okay.
1: (laughs) Did you write this? It sounds like something... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you went
0: through <laughs> oh shit this is me no i'm just kidding this is from the uk so it was not to okay. me i will not do an accent because i am not going to insult anyone okay when i was 16 i went to college in a town a few miles from my house i went to the same colleges and friends from school so most of my classes had at least one or two people i already knew i made efforts to make new friends but spent most of my time hanging out with my old friends between classes I took a few subjects, but my main focus was biology. It was a small class of of only about six people: me, two friends from school, and some people from other schools. Two of them were lovely. One of them was today's nice guy. We'll call him Greg. Oh, like, that's Greg. a good. That's a oh, Greg. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a good name for a nice guy. Also, I like breeze through this because I wanted it to be like not to have a a full understanding. So this is going to be a little bit of a surprise for me as well. Okay. okay. Greg was a few years older than. Oh, shit. Is this me? <laughs> it's like, wait. So familiar. Greg was a few years older than everyone else, as in his words, he failed because the teachers were unfair and hated him and deliberately marked him down. <laughs> so he had to retake a few years. Greg was repulsive. He stank to high heaven and he was so greasy and obviously unwashed that you could see the dandruff flakes on his shoulders from the other side of the class. Ew. <laughs> no hate at all to those with skin problems but this was definitely caused by the fact the guy only seemed to shower and change his clothes once per term uh, oh god I got the shivers i know it's just like painting a picture for us <laughs> he was also incredibly creepy he would leer at you from across the room and would make no effort to hide the fact that he was staring he also put on a slimy, coy, slick voice when he was talking to women, but would deliberately lower his voice when talking to other men. We were all creeped out by him and made no effort to interact. I actually, my skin is crawling.
1: I know. These words that this person is using oh. are very descriptive.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm so scared. I like know it, but I'm but I now it's like way worse than I remember. Okay. <clears throat> One day, I was hanging out with my friends at lunch behind the college when we noticed Greg basically hiding behind a wall watching us. My friend shouted at him, hey, what do you want? And he ran away. Oh my god. I know. We had biology next, and when we got to the class, he was already in there visibly seething. My friends and I exchanged looks and ignored him. A few days later, the same thing happened, except this time when Greg realized we'd spotted him, he proceeded to walk over and sit on a bench near us. And spent the rest of the lunch break trying to butt into our conversations, muttering under his breath, and generally making us super uncomfortable. He didn't leave until we all left to go to biology when he got up and followed us to class, but really close behind me. Ew. Yep. Like close enough at one point, I felt his breath on my hair as we went up the stairs. <laughs> Ew. Oh my God. Oh, I can just imagine. Stinky breath. <laughs> I turned around and shot him a few looks, but he didn't get the hint. He then sat next to me in class, completely uninvited. At this point, I was getting pretty pissed as he smelt so bad it was making me feel sick. And he pulls his hair so close to mine, he was practically sitting on my lap. I moved my chair closer to my friend and spent the whole class trying to ignore his mouth breathing and muttering. Ew. Uh, oh, the Ew, the muttering. It's the muttering for me. Occasionally, on extended lunch breaks, we would walk into town to get lunch and window shop. More and more often, we noticed Greg would follow us at a distance. Uh, never coming close enough to talk to us, but close enough that it was obvious he was tailing. A few times, we'd tell him to fuck off, and he'd disappear, and we wouldn't see him again till class. A few weeks later is when he stepped things up. Buckle up, Kate. I got to biology early one day, and both my friends were off sick that day. I'd been crying as I'd had an argument with my long-distance boyfriend and was pretty shaken up. This is the invitation of the nice guy. Yeah. Greg arrived, and it was just the two of us in an empty corridor. He saw I was upset and came super close to me and asked what was wrong. I told him I'd argued with my boyfriend, and I was okay. I just needed to calm down. His response?
1: Oh, no. I can only imagine. Oh,
0: you don't have to, Kate. You (laughs) don't have to. (laughs) If you were my girlfriend... I'd never make you cry. Whatever he did to you, he obviously doesn't deserve you. Why is it always the men who treat women like shit who gets the best ones? (laughs) No, thank you. Yes, vomit. He then tried to hug me. And as I was leaning against a locker, I had absolutely nowhere to go and just froze. Thankfully, that's when our teacher came along with my other classmates. So we went to class. Of course, he sat down next to me and spent the whole class trying to ask me questions about my life, like where I live, how old my boyfriend is, etc. He even tried asking me if I was a virgin.
1: Uh Oh, God.
0: And when I asked him why, he wanted to know, he tried to spin some spiel about it being related to biology. (laughs) Because they were in biology class.
1: Oh, God. Ew.
0: I gave him Ew. a disgusted look and practically ran away when class was over. When I saw my friends, I told them what had happened, with the whole hug thing, etc., and both of them were totally icked out. Yeah. The next time we were hanging out before class and my friend saw Greg, she told him to leave us the f- alone and to never try and touch any of us again. He was visibly furious. But there were about five of us, so he called us all and stomped off. After class, I said bye to my friends and started to walk down to the bus to go home. As my friends walked in the opposite direction, I suddenly noticed Greg had appeared from nowhere and was following me. He caught up with me and started asking me why I told my friends about the hug and how he was only trying to be friendly and how ungrateful I was. And no wonder my BF was abusive to me.
1: Oh, really flipped the script there. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I
0: stood at the bus stop and hoped he'd leave, but instead he stood and waited for the bus too. Now I knew for a fact he didn't take the same bus as me, as I'd seen him multiple times get on the bus heading up in the opposite direction to go home. As my bus pulled up, I said, you don't live this way. Why are you getting on this bus? To which he replied that he was going to visit his grandma. I got on the bus, and of course, he got on right behind me and proceeded to sit next to me, trapping me. In by the window. He sat so close to me and spent the 20 minute ride asking me loads of really intimate questions. When I refused to answer or gave some vague response, he'd say something like, Oh, come on. I'm just trying to get to know you. Why don't you want to be my friend? Is it because I'm ugly? And all that kind of stuff. As we got closer to my stop, I suddenly realized I did not want this guy knowing where I got off the bus normally. So I wanted to get off the stop early so I could just use the back streets to get home. I said, Oh my stop is soon and he asked where I get off. I replied two stops later than my usual one, but I'd like to get up now so I can get ready as it's usually a busy stop and I don't want to miss it. Oh that's my stop too. I'll walk you home.
1: Oh no, don't let him know where you live.
0: I think she no, I think she's getting off on the wrong bus stop. Smart. But I guess he could follow her the whole way. Oh, God. (laughs) We both got up and I grabbed my bag and hustled straight to the front of the bus, pushing my way through the crowd so I could stand right next to the door. Greg got stuck behind the people. So when I pushed the button, a stop before my usual one, I had time to get off the bus and go before he got to the door. I looked up as it drove off and saw him glaring at me furiously. I dashed into the nearest back street that connects to a rat run of roads. (laughs) A rat run of roads?
1: It's a UK thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyone from the UK, let us know. Okay. To a rat run of roads that eventually led to my house and started walking home. At one point, there's a cut through that enables you to see the road where my usual stop is. And who do I see? Greg. He'd gotten off at the next stop and now was stalking the streets looking for me. I freaked and basically ran home, but stopped and checked every few streets that he hadn't found me. When I got home, I rang my friend and told her what happened. And she was furious. I got an email that weekend from my head of the year asking for me to come to a meeting on Monday. Turns out my awesome friend had filed a complaint about Greg on our behalf. And as it transpires from the meeting, it wasn't the first time.
1: Surprise, surprise.
0: Multiple complaints against this guy. As far as I'm aware, he was either suspended or expelled. Either way, we didn't see him in class again. There we go, with schools waiting till it's too late to do shit. Right. Classic. Flash forward a few months and I'm in town with a non-college friend when I hear hi stranger from behind. Oh no. As I turned around, Greg swept in and grabbed me into a hug before I could even react. I just stood there shell shocked and my friend looked at me like, who's this? Greg turned to my friend and said, oh, hi, I'm Greg. I'm an old friend from her college. We lost contact after I had to leave early and I never got the chance to get her number. My poor friend had no idea who this guy was and was a bit naive. So she was totally taken by his fake charm. So they stood and chatted for a few minutes while I stood there wishing the earth would swallow me. (laughs) After a few minutes, I said, hey, friend name, I really want to go check this shop out. Let's go. Oh, I wanted to go there, too. Mind if I join you? Oh, my God. And he started tagging along before I could say anything. Call the police. Call, call the police! Um, <laughs> he followed my friend and I around the shops for 20 minutes, constantly asking me if I still had a boyfriend and making jokes to my friend about how we'd make an amazing couple if she'd give us a chance. And it's such a shame when great girls get tied down by shitty guys. My friend started giving me looks, so I pulled her into the woman's bathroom and explained who the f*** he was and what was going on. We basically stayed in the bathroom for about 30 minutes until she popped her head out to see if he'd gone, which he had. We swiftly started making our way back to my car, but as we got to the car park, Greg again appeared out of out of the ether and started following us, shouting, You're not going to give me your number? Fine then, you stuck-up C-word. You think you're so good and hot and shit, but you're nothing. You're just a dumb bitch
1: okay literally call the police
0: at this point luckily there were quite a few people around who turned and stared at him so he lost his nerve and walked off got in my car drove at top speed and thankfully have never seen greg again but for a long time i was quite nervous to go into town for fear of running into him again he tried adding me on facebook a number of times and i always ignored him he even went so far as messaging me on multiple accounts using Instagram, my personal, and my art pages, but I always blocked him. F*** you,
1: Greg. Yeah. F*** you, Greg. You creep. Oh my god. I mean, that's literally, there were so many moments when it was like, I mean, call the police. Like, he's literally stalking you. It's a perfect example of these guys thinking they can do whatever they want, though, and then, like pretending like it never happened <laughs> you know i'm just yeah. gonna add her on facebook i'm just gonna send right. her a quick message and be like hey how how's it going long time no see last time i saw you i called you uh see you next tuesday but how you know how are things how are you it's so weird would you like
0: would you like a coffee like can i
1: take you out on the town yeah
0: i mean the idea that he could just bounce back from that <laughs> she'll be fine Unreal. The entitlement is so strong in that. Like, just from the start, like, this guy who, you know, makes no... Like, just hygiene in general, I feel like, if, yeah. if you're pursuing someone, like, hygiene is something that's good.
1: Yeah, to uh, show them you can take care of yourself so yes. that you can prove you can take care of them in a relationship. Like Yes, 100%. percent start with the basics here.
0: <laughs> Especially if, like, you expect them to have hygiene. I yeah. would assume... This guy w- is expecting her
1: to be hygienic.
0: And like even how he tailored changed his voice depending on who he was
1: talking to. And the fact that like even at the beginning of the story, she said there were times when my friends would tell him to f*** off. Like, right. how is that not enough of a sign to literally f*** off? Like-
0: <laughs> I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And like, again, there's like this weird idea, the nice guy type of Language where it's like, oh, it's because I'm ugly. You won't give me a chance. It's like at the point that he said that, he had stalked her, had gotten on her bus, had repeatedly harassed her, had hugged her against her will, knew she had a boyfriend. You don't like me because I'm ugly. It's like, ah, don't think that's it.
1: Well, yeah. And saying, like, oh, you know, why do all these shitty guys get the good girls? And then, like, in the same breath, treating her like trash. <laughs> like, right. Oh, it's like, you are the shitty one. You are being shitty yeah it's bizarre that's a really elaborate story that I feel like the school should have should have taken charge sooner one but you know that appears to be a pattern with schools
0: oh yeah (laughs) shout out to all the schools who literally do nothing this wasn't the first time it's like oh great how many do they get how many like
1: how many chances like is there
0: a punch card do they have stamps like, frowny face, frowny face, eight more frowny faces, and now an ex. Now you have to go. Yeah, man. Holy hell, that was awful.
1: And, like, him blaming the teachers for the reason why he's, like, older in this class. It's all their fault. Can't be you, buddy. It's all those dang teachers. They didn't like me. The world is
0: against you.
1: Just the way she described him, like, seething. He would come into the room seething because, what, he wasn't given, given the attention he thought he deserved, like, Ew, good on the poster mm-hmm. for using her descriptive language, but man, that sure paints a picture of an asshole.
0: Yes, it was so descriptive. Like, so, I feel like I could smell him <laughs> so much, so, so much. She is leave him leering, him uh, seething. <laughs> Ugh. Oh my god. So I have a story that I think, I think this story is interesting, um, because of some of the turns it takes. So this is a good story of like, somebody acting superior, um, and then yeah, it you'll see. Uh, <laughs> also, good story about you know how the older men love to go for, younger, younger gals. Oh, another pattern
1: that yeah. has emerged in our discussions. <laughs> it's
0: emerged. But all these stories are actually mine um okay <laughs> so this was a reddit this is a am i the asshole on reddit
1: Ooh, i love those
0: and um uh let me just say you'll know who the asshole is okay <laughs> so i recently got together with a guy from my hobby he asked me out first and i had some doubts that we'd work together as a couple because of the age difference he's 35 and i'm 22 yep
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah. So so in my apartment, since it's an old house that was originally a single-family house, there isn't much soundproofing, and the floors creak when people move. I've gotten used to the sound of the guy upstairs getting up at 4 a.m. since he works at 5, and the sound of the girls in the apartments to either side of mine watching Telenova till midnight, taking work calls all day, and having friends over on weekend nights. I know when I play music or have friends over, some of the sound leaks through the walls, So, I'd never get upset about hearing my neighbors because it goes both ways. So, when my boyfriend started coming over more often, he had complaints about the neighbors. Which put me in an awkward place. He wanted to go speak to them or have me text them and I said no. For example, one of the early times he stayed over, we went to bed around 10. He wanted me to ask my neighbor to turn down her TV. I said she didn't have it that loud and she turns it off at midnight anyways. At 4 a.m. he got very irritated with my upstairs neighbor getting up and cooking breakfast. I said he'd be done by 5 because that's when his shift starts. At 7 a.m. he was still trying to sleep in and the neighbor on the other side had some work calls that he said he couldn't sleep through. I offered him earplugs and he said he couldn't sleep with them in either. He wanted me to tell her to quiet down. He had similar comments every time he heard someone else in the building just living their life, especially if it was when he was in bed. I got frustrated with my boyfriend and told him, you know, you can't expect to date a hot young, in quotations, 22-year-old, and not want to deal with a 22-year-old's living situation. I don't know if you realize this, but this is a normal apartment for someone my age. Hell, my neighbors are pretty great. Nobody's throwing loud parties on work nights. Nobody's having screaming fights. Nobody's having babies. The hot young part (laughs) was in sarcastic air quotes uh, because those were his words, not mine. He got irritated and asked why I was bringing age into it. Of course he did. And I said it's because he can't both want someone so young and also want someone who has house kind of money. He was being so out of touch with how normal people in their 20s live. He got really irritated for me bringing my age into it and even more annoyed when I'd respond to his neighbor complaints in the future with, Okay, Boomer. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Or tell him that if he wanted me to have a rich person apartment, he could pay for it. Am I the asshole for what I said to my boyfriend about my apartment? Okay, so here's where it totally takes a turn. Edit. A lot of comments are asking if we could stay at his house. It's not possible for me to get to his house on my own because I don't have a car and the buses don't go that far into the suburbs. So that would mean him driving 30 minutes from his house in the suburbs to pick me up, then an extra 30 to drive me to his house. Than an hour round trip early in the morning to get me home in time for work. It's a lot easier for him to visit me in the city. Mm -hmm. Edit two. A lot of people in the comments are saying technically 35 is a millennial and not a boomer. I know that. (laughs) I am using boomer as a joke or a figure of speech. It's a common figure of speech to say, okay, boomer, to someone who is acting entitled, regardless of their actual age. It's more of a mindset thing. (laughs) Edit three. I googled his property records for his house and he co-owns it with a woman who shares his last name. I knew it. Holy shit. I don't know if she's his wife or ex-wife or what, but I'm out of here. I'm honestly freaking out right now, but I gotta say a great big thank you to everyone who noticed red flags and made me question that. I blocked his number. He can have fun figuring out where I went. The end.
1: I knew it. I was going to say that. She's not going to his house. Yep. And he is that age and is complaining about, you know, apartment living. I was, would have bet my life he had either a girlfriend or a wife or a family. But who knows? Maybe it's his sister.
0: <laughs> I doubt that very much. I don't know ew I don't he may not have been a nice guy it's like the idea of how entitled this guy was acting with her and like audacity right and then that whole time you know probably making her feel like immature That's to me like I feel like that's such a nice guy thing is like when it's when they're older is to to play those games of like you're not mature you're not oh I have to deal with this I have to
1: deal with a little bit of noise my god no it's not like I'm I'm cheating on my my spouse or my girlfriend to be with you but man you're just such a handful
0: grow up (laughs) yeah I I remember like I dated uh a narcissist nice guy talking about him when like I think my second episode but he's he used to like make me feel so inept all the time and then I was like oh my god I was in college like Doing well in college while you were in the shittiest apartment ever with like, like caked carpet, like felt like Velcro. shitty, like everything was like, like the every, I feel like there's like mildew in the showers. Like, and you made me feel so bad all the time that I was not living up to your, your standard of, of what a mature adult is. And now as someone who's an adult and like the age, close to the age he was now, I'm like, holy shit. You yeah. were so inept, bro. Like you did not have any of it together. And like you just by just by I- inherent in the age difference, inherent in the power dynamic by using so obvious issues that one could convince the other of, you can totally make someone like focus on the wrong things. Yeah. Oh, like she was <sighs> so focused on the house, she wasn't thinking about like, wait, why do I never get to go to your
1: house? Yeah. This is all just accepted it for what it was like. Yeah. Instead of
0: Yeah, you focus on that. They, literally, they'll get you to focus on the wrong thing. Clearly, she was fixated on her apartment being noisy. Yeah. She's was like, was I wrong to call him a boomer? Meanwhile, he's having an affair. He's cheating. Like, he, you're yeah. like,
1: <laughs> he's the pig in this situation.
0: Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting showing of like how they can totally get you wrapped up in other things when in actuality, they are so subpar. So
1: yeah. I'm taking the blame off themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Taking
1: the focus off themselves.
0: Oh my god.
1: Oh man, that's a bummer for her. <laughs> also, a, a bullet dodged.
0: A big old bullet dodged. A big yeah. old cheating bullet.
1: That reminds. Me, I think I might have talked about it briefly in a previous episode. I dated um when I was still in college. Actually, when I was freshly graduated from high school as an eighteen-year-old, and going into college is when the first time I dated this person who was Good. I was eighteen and they were twenty-four. So mm-hmm. not terrible, but like at that age of just leaving high school, right? And he at that point was a history teacher, a high school history teacher. We briefly dated then. And then a couple of years later dated again, more seriously when I was 21 and he was 27 and he was a history teacher. And so he would come and visit me when I was in college and like stay in my apartment with my roommates and stuff. And like, I had, I had the smallest room in our apartment. It was very cramped. And like, I was the same thing, just like, there was a lot of like, I you know, I don't know, I, I'm almost like he was uncomfortable about the age difference and he just kind of almost shamed me for like the point that I had every right to be at in my life as a 21-year-old. And then, you know, long story short, fast forward, we break up, fast forward like four or five years, he is now married to one of his former high school students. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's like yeah. 14. Fourteen years younger than him, or something. Oh my god! Super gross and creepy. Yeah, yeah. So it was just funny that like all the things he said were the reasons why we didn't work because of the age difference and because of the maturity difference or whatever. Mm -hmm. He ended up with a girl who's like five years younger than me. You
0: you weren't young enough. (laughs) That was the age problem. Yeah,
1: like it was like Leonardo DiCaprio over here marrying his former student ew Ew. that's so
0: disgusting talk about power dynamic issues yeah
1: yeah oh that's
0: so gross
1: that just as you were reading that it reminded me of of the same way that like he would kind of make me feel about almost just like it was an inconvenience for him to come and visit me yes even though he knew damn well the position that i was in like i was i was a responsible i didn't it's not like i partied all the time i was a responsible college student just trying to like Get through school. You were your age. Yeah. You were
0: literally your age.
1: The only one who was not acting their age in this situation yeah. was him. <laughs>
0: yes. So. you were exactly developmentally, socially where you should be. And yet yep. that well, that's what those older guys do. It's like they want you to be young because they want you to be impressionable. And then they want to make you feel like shit for being young. But they want you yeah. to be young. And it's like yeah. this bizarre because I it was the same thing with me it was like I was exactly where I should be and I was like oh my god yeah why are you the one questioning anything yeah i'm like i gotta i don't have my own you know velcro carpet stains i gotta I got
1: start a roth ira god i know where am i I at in
0: life i gotta save up to be in this shitty apartment (laughs) um i should be driving a lexus right now but like again like he was not he was very much struggling which there's i don't have any problem with people struggling at all right but the idea was He was presenting like he had it all together, and I didn't. And I needed to do I don't know what the heck he wanted me to do. You were
1: the one with every right to be struggling. (laughs) Yes, he was such a butthole.
0: Um, (laughs) Love that word, butthole. Um, I guess nice guys. I guess it's a common thread. Is like, I do think like as you get older, nice guy behaviors don't work out as well. Like the the entitlement and the superiority complex that a lot of nice guys in quotations have. Yeah. is easier to play out in the in the situation we just described,
1: which is yeah. that they're
0: older than you. Cuz then when they act like that, you're like, "Okay, well they do, you know they're they have so much
1: more experience." Than right. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then you get older and you're like, "No. No, yeah. you don't treat anyone like that ever. You yeah. don't get to talk to people that way." Like looking back I'm like, "He was lucky to be with me." Like Yeah. You did not bring barely anything to the table. He also <laughs> he also started having a crush on me when I was 16. So there's that. Just listen, <laughs> listen to the second episode if you want to hear that whole story. But uh, yeah, it's just like so gross. Like they're just yeah. so... If we could only be so confident. No kidding. Nice entitled guys. Man, we ruled the world. Truly. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) I've got one. This is just, literally, it's just a a post. But I think it's coming from one of our friends, one of the nice guys, in quotations.
1: Mm -hmm. I'll read it to you. Like he wrote it? Like a nice guy wrote it? Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Someone took it off of Facebook. Using guys for friends is just as psychologically damaging as using girls for sex. Okay. (laughs) Using guys for friendship is just, is the same thing as using girls for sex. Do you have thoughts on that?
1: I do. Yes. As of someone who, some of my closest friends are male. Same. I don't use them for their friendship. They are my friend. Like, they're not being used for anything like give me a boy give me a friendship <laughs> yeah I mean that's so that's, not, that's not the same you can't compare the two it's they're they're your friend because they're your friend because you value that them in your life in that way and it's not romantic yes and there, there's a thing called friendship yeah versus using somebody to get you know to get laid is totally different <laughs> that's right your intention is totally different it's not the same thing that's ridiculous that's, that's my take that's
0: <laughs> that's ridiculous it's so rough uh being a being a woman out here but like you just like there are so many great guys like I have great guy friends like there are great men out there and then to have these other men just be like
1: your friendship is is psychological warfare <laughs> like That's so ridiculous. Maybe that's why most of the most of my closest friends that are guys are guys that I dated in the past. So it's like we got that out of the way. It's done. (laughs) We figured out there that didn't work for us. It was weird. I mean,
0: my my life definitely got easier when I came out because then felt like off
1: the table. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, really, Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't. It was just like assumed. Not obviously. I mean, I definitely had. I've had a couple that still tried despite that, which is I thought, thought they could sway you back. Yeah, to the other team. Yeah, that I would ever be romantically oh interested in a man. Um, good joke, good joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I to me it's like I had so many friendships with guys that if I said I was not interested or when I said I was not interested because I would always address it once it got to that point. And like, there's always that moment where you're like, Oh no, here we
1: go. Yeah. It's
0: crossed the line or like, you don't want it to cross the line or you can tell, but like, I lost so many friendships. Cause like the truth of the matter is like, once you do say no, they're gone like, bye. You don't yeah. like, they don't remain friends. Like, yeah so many guys that I was friends with once they realized I would not be with them they were like oh well bye you you just realized how many of your friendships were not friendships for yeah. that guy's thoughts they were just yeah. like maybe someday we'll see you're like great it's a bummer I've, I've been friends with people for years
1: that nice guy me and I was like Okay. Thank you for the colossal waste of time.
0: I know. I was like, <sighs> oh no. I'll tell that a different time. That's a whole story, but there's <laughs> one one that was really fun. Yeah. It's uh it's something. It's again social social media is so interesting because like <laughs> you get like a just an absolute, a total window into to this ideology, right? But also there's so many spaces where there's multiple people who think like that. That, right. like, now we're really, really getting a clear view of, yeah. like, nice guys. Because there's, like, you know, they don't they don't call themselves nice guy worms. But maybe they do, actually. Just no quotations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, just, they're just fully committed to that. Yeah, they're just nice
0: guys. We're just starting to see some shit, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, Kate. So, I am going to cut us off there. I feel like this is the first of many of reddit reactions <laughs> nice guy reddit
1: reactions i love it i'll surprise you next time with a story
0: yay yes i want to be surprised don't tell me <laughs> you'll get my real reaction which will be horror i'll, I'll tell you <laughs> now it's absolute disgust oh god okay well thank you kate for being here again my friends if you have any of your own stories because we'll read them like we did with reddit if you have your own stories that are trauma light my friends please send them to the email at nice guy podcast at gmail.com because we'd love to share your stories and uh, oh yes as always my friends f the nice guy